and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. Well, all right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is November 8th, 2022, Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing good out there, having a good start to uh, your new week. Got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, got a lot of uh, crazy stories posted at TheMetalDen.com. Uh, we'll get talking about some of the other things you'll see over at my personal site, randyrocketcody.com. Uh, obviously, the biggest story right now is the news that's been uh, put out there, the rumor that Vince Neal in Motley Crue is going to be replaced. And there's a, uh, numerous singers that are being uh, tossed around as far as who will be the replacement, if indeed... Uh, Nikki Six does move to replace uh, Vince Neal now. We just had Mick Mars, who has been replaced uh, in recent news. We, we announced that Mick Mars, the guitar player from Motley Crue, was replaced by John Five. So this uh, news is hitting everybody really hard right now. Uh, the names that are being uh, tossed around for replacing uh, Vince Neal potentially are uh, John Karabi, was the ex-Motley Crue singer, Sebastian Bach, Stephen Piercy, and um, the other one I'm hearing is Scott Stapp. This is the singer from uh, Creed fame. So these are the, uh, the names are being thrown around from what I understand and what, uh, what I'm being told is that this has been going on for a long time. Now, I've, I've reported this, you know, going back, I think, even a couple of years ago, that Six was getting serious about putting, uh, putting someone else behind the microphone. And, uh, you know, as things have gotten progressively worse for Vince Neil, he had his solo uh, shows that were leading up to the, the kickoff of the stadium tour, that were absolutely horrendous. I mean, there were just one problem after the next. At one point, he forgot how to sing the, the song. He forgot the lyrics. He, he said he, he just couldn't sing, and he just walked off the stage. Another show, Vince Neil actually fell off the stage. Okay, so this is, it's been, this is before the kickoff of the stadium tour. Now you have the ex-limo driver, Right, Al Bowman say that he came out and say for the record that yes, Vince Neil has an alcohol problem. He's drinking himself to death is, is what this gentleman basically says. And that along with Vince does a cameo video where he's totally sloppy drunk, wishing some somebody happy birthday, can barely talk, he's barely can barely understand what he's saying. And, uh, of course, as I said, with all these other issues of him uh, being reported drunk, you've got this, the stories of him uh, th that are out there with, you know, having the keys being taken away from him by the valets at, because he's too drunk, and, and then he smashes the valet with a pizza box with the pizza in it. I mean, stories go on and on with Vince Neil, but uh, the bottom line is a lot of fans are... The fans themselves of Motley Crue are saying they want Vince Neil out. They want Vince Neil replaced. That what he did after he said he was going to get ready for those shows, the Stadium Tours 36, you know, dates that they did, and he listen. They got blasted by the media. The critics from all over the United States of America just lined up and just <laughs> gave him a good old-fashioned ass kicking. In their concert reviews of Motley Crue. Def Leppard, the other performers who were there, generally got better reviews. And in, in all accounts, Def Leppard saved, saved the show because 
from the Fenway Park gigs to all, all the way all the way through the the last uh, half dozen shows or whatnot, it just got progressively worse. These reviews. Listen, the main uh, cr uh, criticism about uh, Vince is that he's began to he's regressing, and he's going back into some of his old habits where he's not. He's not even really caring to say all the lyrics and enunciate these these words to these songs. And so it's it's turned into quite a, a comedy of, you know, because what, what you see is on stage with those shows, if you look back at those shows now, is a, a literal clusterfuck. That to the likes that's never been seen in rock and roll history. Uh, you've got Nikki Six, his bass is turned up so loud in the mix, along with um, Tommy Lee's bass drum. This, these guys, it's so loud that it completely washes, practically washes out Vince's vocals. So the story coming out right now is um, that Mick Mars had. Uh, he had been told by Tommy Lee and Nikki Six what was going to happen, what the plans were that had been going on for a while that I've been talking about, about replacing Vince Neil. Because, look, you've got two years of shows ahead of you and a lot of money to make. You saw what Vince just did. That was his, you know, interview, his job interview for the world tour, if you will. And he failed miserably. Anybody that will hire that guy after what he did, which was not much, folks. I mean, he looked... Mick, as paralyzed as Mick is, and in pain because of this uh, spine issue that he's got, this spine disease, he looked he looked more happy and, and, and enjoying himself than, than Vince Neil, ladies and gentlemen. So it's just one of those things. He has lack of enthusiasm. He's not. He's getting bigger now. I don't know how much he's eating backstage between every gig, but it's it's out of control. He's bigger than ever. He wears these tent like looking Aretha Franklin like gowns. I don't know what the hell that he's wearing uh, up there on the stage at, at at different points. It's just like give me a break. And so. And his voice, ladies and gentlemen, the voice is just, it's horrendous. The critics, the fans, people have just laid into him. So what does that leave a business person like uh, Nikki Six and Tommy Lee? What does that leave those guys who are now in control of the band? And is why I'm being told Mars left. He did not, you know, retire uh, from music, Okay. Car uh, Carmine and Peace has just come, come out and explained through an interview that Mick is still going to perform shows. He's just not going to perform on tour with Motley Crue. He's going to have a solo album that's going to come out here soon. He's going to promote that. He's, he's really proud and happy of that. And from what I've heard, it's, it's kick-ass. So, you know, Mick doesn't need... Motley Crue as much as Motley Crue needs Mick. Do you, do you follow what I'm saying there? So that's where we're at with things. At the end of the day, uh, I think it was pretty dirty how they did Mick. I think that Mick should have got a send-off on stage if this is truly what was happening. back. Listen, we can't trust Nikki Six. Nikki Six has been lying his ass off for years. I've been battling with Nikki Six and Motley Crue on all this. Supposedly, you're not going to make a comeback. You said it was over. Now, you, well, now you're coming back, right? So, uh, but I'm still the bad guy, and he's 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 allowed to put on these crappy comeback shows, where the fans who paid all this top dollar didn't even get to see Tommy Lee the first handful of shows because of this purported rib injury that they did what? They concealed. They kept secret from the fans. They didn't tell them about it. They did, these fans didn't know about the replacement drummer until they. The day they showed up for the show. That's unprecedented. For such a major comeback that was twice postponed. Are you kidding me? This is just, it's unbelievable. So now you've got this whole Vince Neil dilemma where, look, I told everybody, I told everybody this two years ago. 
that he's going to hit a brick wall at some point. The, the wall is not going to give. And he's going to hit it, and he's not going to be able to get back up because that's what rock and roll will do to you. Um, it's like a professional sport. You know, it really is. And if you can't hang and you're not in good shape, you're going to face a cat cat catastrophic situation. And there's potential that we can see that. Does anybody want to see Vince Neil have a heart attack on stage, God forbid? Or, or what have you fall off the stage again and this time it'd be fatal? You know, the guy's he's in his early 60s now. He doesn't have anything left to prove. Motley Crue has already done what I said they were going to do, right? And I announced this two weeks before everybody else finally admitted that I was right. <laughs> and Motley Crue wouldn't even come. They, they put out the, uh, the state. It broke through Variety. And they put out little some little flyer statement. But no f face, uh, you know, on, on video or anything from Nikki or anything like that. Not, you know, uh. Anyways, I told you so. And just like in that situation, now we're we're here in this situation where they're going to try and play however many shows is it? 60, 120 shows? I don't know how many shows they're going to play. But they're going to play shows for months coming up, going through uh, 2023 into 2024. So two years they're talking about touring. I'm not how much of that time they're going to be touring, but... That's over a two-year period. Look, Vince continues to get older, right? And the vocals, everybody knows vocals, it's a very touchy situation for him to be able to stay in shape. And so, especially when he's got a binge eating problem and alcoholism going on, that he's not, you know, he's more, he cares more about buying a $10,000 bottle of booze than going to the gym. Okay, that's where we're at with Vince Neal. So, these names of Sebastian Bach, that's a, a lot of people have been re reacting strong to Sebastian Bach's name. You've got um, Stephen Piercy. I don't, you know, Stephen Piercy's name's out there. Um, I love his work with Rat, his, his you know, past work with Rat. Um, I, I could kind of see it, but, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of getting up there too. Um, the idea to get some fresh, you know, younger, uh, youthful uh, guy in there uh, is what everybody's got looking at uh, Scott Stapp from Creed fame. Now, as I understand, they've, they've been broken up for a while, and so he's been doing his solo thing. And he's um, actually today, he's uh, performing out at a gig that uh, has been put on for the... Uh, Gibson gives the charitable, charitable arm uh, of Gibson, the Enduring American Instrument model and guitars for vets, uh, have kicked off today the third annual Rock to Remember live performance at Gibson Garage in Nashville, Tennessee. And so Scott Stapp is uh, performing there. Uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth is there. Uh, so it's a show that the folks are, were able to, as part of a, a charitable type of thing, through uh, invite only, as I understand it, attend and be a part of. Uh, the Rock to Remember live performance uh, will stream globally on Wednesday, December 7th, National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, by a way of Guitars for Vets. And Stars and Stripes will broadcast by way of Stripes Media on Facebook. Okay, so you can check all that out. Uh, listen, Scott Staff is a guy who's, uh, I would think if there's anybody who could who could bring it to Motley Crue and, and do something fresh and, and, and bring you something really uh, from the heart, I think it would be that cat. You know, and he is young... A younger, he's gonna he's gonna bring some little bit more heat to the game. You know what I'm talking about, and so I and I think a lot of fans would be really interested to see that happen. Will it happen? We we don't know. 
all I can tell you is that I know that the name has been put out there, uh, as, as I just said, and, the, and as well as these other singers. And so, as far as what Nikki Six is is really looking at and what he's what he's um, you know deciding to you know make his decision if he is actually going to replace Vince Neil, that's that's all on him because. If you're going to replace an icon like Vince Neil, you better get it right. And this is going to be these are going to be huge shows. You're talking about fans that they're not going to play no games overseas, folks. In Europe and and whatnot, these folks are very serious music fans. And they're going to be very very critical of this band. And so that's why bringing John Five on, who's younger, you know, he's going to have more uh, more energy, obviously, than than Mick at 71 has that's that's a decision that you make from a business standpoint to be able to play these shows for going for two years okay that you have to give to nikki six but on the other end of things the way that things are being done on business is dirty it can be done dirty that way you're not you're not taking care of the guys in the band that got you there that are you know part of the fa the founding membership um, fans can, there can be a revolt, you know, and, and by, um, making this, um, kind of like this conspiracy happen with, with, uh, regards to Vince Neil being going to be ousted from, from the uh, vocal position in the band and replaced with somebody else, uh, that's maybe younger, maybe going to have maybe the vocal chops more in place. Uh, that's that's something that's it's a very very uh, dramatic thing for the fans that follow this band, and uh, they're very they t they have a lot of love for Vince Neil, and and uh, as do I. You know, I saw Shout the Devil concert back in the day and was just blown away by his talent. Um, <clears throat> the years have not been so so nice to to his vocals and uh, to his uh, ability to be able to. Uh, you know, perform on the stage, unfortunately. And so that's something that just from, from a, a business standpoint, just from a logical standpoint, you know, Motley Crue does need to seriously consider replacing Vince Neil at this point. Uh, if they decide for him to go forward, then they might know something that we don't. That maybe, maybe things are going on back behind scenes right now to get him ready for these shows. Who knows? Only time's going to tell. But from what I can see, from what I'm being told, Vince is not going to be able to do these shows the way they need to be done. And the only way that you can save that, the only way you can keep the fan, <coughs> fans happy, is put on a show for them that's going to do honor to, have, to Heavy Metal and to Motley Crue's legacy and, and make it a rock and roll show to remember. And that's something that can be done uh, uh, if, if it's pulled off right. and But again, this is all stuff that's uh, in a lot of people's eyes and speculation that we're, we're not going to know about in, until Nikki Six says something. Uh, but the bottom line now, it looks like because of the fact that this was all exposed uh, about Mick Mars and uh, why he actually left the bands, it's going to be something for, for Nikki to have to deal with uh, whether or not he, he decides to keep Vince Neil now because he's a fan favorite. And they might just have to have let Vince, Vince lumber through these, these next couple years of shows and see if he, he can survive, you know, and just take the, take the bullets as you will when you're, you're getting get them flown <coughs> from every single different rock critic in the game, you know, and... So we'll see what goes on with this and whether or not this is really going to be something that gets uh, serious as far as them releasing any information concerning uh, the possibility of, of them considering another vocalist in, in place of Vince Neil. Now, we know how secretive uh, Nikki is. Nikki does not want, he did not want to even go there and have to you know, as the tickets just start selling for the world tour, have to even talk about any of this stuff as far as uh, what happened with Mick. But because that got out, the cat got out of the bag by Jason Green, 
I was the one who took that and blew it up. Look, not many people want to touch this stuff, you know, and talk about these kinds of stories. But the facts, the facts are the facts. The fans deserve to know what's going on. They need to ha to have the best understanding about what's what's going on with the band moving forward. And many people, if you see the comments on Facebook, Twitter, they're saying it's not Motley Crue anymore if you get rid of Vince Neil and Mick Mars. So, but then again, the fans themselves are the ones calling for Vince Neil to be fired and replaced. <laughs> so weird and crazy, crazy stuff. But it's it's uh, we'll keep you posted as it continues to develop. Now, uh, in other news, before we get rocking with some music, uh, I'm going to talk about other stories you'll find at TheMetalDen.com. Corrosion of Conformity has announced a new drummer. Lamb of God has uh, been forced to delay their European tour again. Wow. Crazy stuff. A virtual OzFest event is going to feature sets from Ozzy Osbourne, Megadeth, Motorhead, and more. You got an old report that I put up there from uh, five years ago, back on November uh, 7th. Wow, that's an old one. Chester Bennington decapitated kids in the tunnels. So that's one related to the pedo gate, if you want to check that out. Truth for Chris, Truth for Chester. In Flames has debuted a new music video. And uh, Zach Wilde has issued warning to fans, don't expect me to sound like Dimebag. So that's... That's his uh, way of saying, that, you know, he's. I don't think that he's really up to being able to play Dimebag Daryl's parts on the guitar exactly how Dimebag played them. Because Dimebag was one of a kind. Zach Wilde is great. I've, I've always been a fan of Zach Wilde. But at the end of the day, nobody can replace Dimebag Daryl. Uh, nobody can top him, can even match him on the, on the lead, lead guitar, in my opinion. Uh, that's how good he was. And so... Those things that he did on the guitar are very hard to duplicate, but in my opinion, they can be done if you do dedicate yourself to doing it. And so I don't know <clears throat> what we can expect with, with Zach Wilde saying that he's not going to be concerned with trying to sound exactly like Dimebag, you know, what kind of results we're going to get from it. But again, that's on him. Just like when, you, you know, with, with Nikki Six, when you go forward with these shows, this worldwide tour, the band that you put on that stage is the band that you, you know, you're, that's everything, man. You know what I mean? You're, you're putting your everything behind that. Your name, your, your, your whole world, man, is that band and your identity and that band's identity and, and the performance from that band. And if, if you put a band up there that's, that can't get the job done, that's what's going to be remembered. And so it's, that's the legacy. These are, to me, for, for Motley Crue, and any of these bands, Pantera, they're trying to do these comebacks and reunions, tribute events, whatever the hell you want to call it. In my opinion, this is these are legacy shows. What I mean by that um, is, for me, what that means is you've got to throw it down. You know, these this is what you're going to be remembered by. You have a lot of people checking these shows out. And so you better be in your A game, man. Top, tip-top best form. To, to be able to show the people what that what that band was about in the music. So to say that you're not going to try and sound like Dimebag already and kind of throw in the towel, to me, it's it's pretty weak. Uh, I would expect more from Zach Wilde. You know, I know him and, and, and Dime were real cool with each other and were friends. You know, a lot of people think that they were like brothers or something and actually were like that type. They weren't. They knew each other and they were very friendly. And, and Zach did come out here to Arlington Texas and did hang out some different occasions with, with Dimebag and there's some hilarious stories I can go into. I know Dimebag ran over, I think was a uh, a mailbox. I mean, some some crazy story. They, they did some different things, but uh, that was, got actually got Dime in trouble. He got, uh, he got in trouble. He got arrested, I think. Uh, if I remember the story right, but he got out of it because he's Dimebag. They love Dime, man. Dime was comedy. Anyways, so to do Dime right and to, to honor him, man, you know, to me, you guys, look, Charlie from Anthrax, who's going to play drums, said he himself is going to try his best to sound like Vinnie Paul on, the, on those songs. 
And, you know, so he's going to work hard at getting the kit, the drum kit, to sound just right. And it's got to be the same way with the guitar. It's got to be the same thing with, you know, the vocals. Phil hasn't sang these songs in 100 years. So Phil and Selmo has started to slow down. He's not the same dude that he used to be. You know, I've been following that cat for a long time. Following his heavy metal career for a long time. Seen sh his shows for a long time. Up through all the Super Joint Ritual, I've seen all those shows. And I'm going to tell you this. This is a lot to bite off at this, at this point in your career. To come back and to do this. So, not only is it ballsy. Not only is it totally crazy in my opinion. But, look. It's, it's one of those situations where this is how folks are going to remember this band, man. Because people haven't seen this band for 20-some years. A lot of kids are going to be checking this stuff out. Never saw the original Pantera. Probably barely even watched a video of them or even heard much of the music. So when they see Pantera now, Pantera 2, as I call it, when they see Pantera 2, they're going to be like, you know, this is this is not so special. You know, a bunch of older guys, you know, running around yelling. It's like, what was so special about this? So what you have to do is you're going to have to kick it in gear. You're going to have, like I told, uh, we were talking in the, the interview I did with Phil Anselmo about, he's the one that brought it up, about doing some push-ups, you know, uh, doing sit-ups, whatever, getting in shape, you know, taking it serious, taking your instrument serious, you know your vocals, whether it's your guitar playing, the drumming, take it to another level, man. And let's show these kids what this was music was all about, what Brother Dime and Vinnie Paul were throwing down back in the day and putting metal on a map that we'd never been on before, man. Just, I mean, complete world domination. All right, man. Well, before we get rocking with uh, music, I'll be actually uh, back on the radio, the FM Rock Radio Station WQEE 99.1 in Atlanta, Georgia, with my buddy uh, host Ryan O'Neill. Uh, we'll be actually discussing Dimebag Daryl's uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, that's the, uh, the reporting I've been doing now for several years that we're going to get uh, more into uh, surrounding his death investigation. Dimebag Daryl passed away. Back December 8th, 2004, on the stage, performing with Damage Plan, which was a new band project after Pantera had broken up. And so, uh, I'll be on the radio on the 7th, Wednesday of December, and then my report for Dimebag will come out on the 8th, which is the, I believe it's the 18th anniversary. 18 years it'll be for Dimebag having been, uh, been gone. So gonna jam some pantera in this podcast we're gonna have some killer music to uh enjoy and uh again thank you to everyone who's been supporting me and spreading the word on twitter where i'm banned still currently i have filed appeal now that elon musk has taken over i'm hopefully gonna get put back on we'll see if it's about freedom of speech or if what what it's going what's going on there at twitter okay uh and you can always follow me as well at uh, Randy Rocket Cody on Facebook. And uh, if you have any uh, questions, you can email me as well at themetaldan at gmail.com. All right, let's get rocking with some music.
I'd like to thank the show Stranger Things for making the late 90s and early 2000s cool again. Thank you guys. I walk in and I hear someone riffing my songs in the music room in my house on electric guitar. I mean shredding, doing solos, doing scales. I walk in, it's my daughter. And she's in there. She's in there with her Metallica shirt on. And I was like, what? Yeah, man. go back man back when music had feeling and it meant something you know back when rock and roll talked about the journey of being a human in life man the life that we lead the ups the downs let's start with accountability let's go my own prison Yeah. 
Gather as one player for the preservation of the people. And so, and God has spoken to 